Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. If you want to talk about uh, guns, why is it that there's a gun shop on almost every corner in this community? Why? Tell you why. For the same reason that there's a liquor store on almost every corner in the black community. Why? They want us to kill ourselves. You go out to Beverly Hills, you don't see that shit. But they want us to kill ourselves. Yeah, the best way you can destroy a people, you take away their ability to reproduce themselves. Yeah. Who is it that's dying out here on these streets every night? Y'all, y'all, y'all. Now I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. See, you don't believe this white man is your enemy. So what God is gonna do, since you have become an enemy to yourself, God is gonna turn this white man loose on you. As long as my people are the blind lovers of their enemies, they will seek to forever return to the bosom of their masters in no better status or position than that of a slave. Welcome to Real Black Content Forum Podcast, beloved. This is Big VJ checking in with the family. We hope all is doing well. You know, today we have a conversation, beloved, and we're going to talk about our brother Kyrie. And we're going to talk about our brother's second or third apology. But, um, you know, I just seen our brother on the media. It was like a small press conference and he was um, he was yet apologizing again for um, posting a link on his Twitter account that led you to a book. Slash movie entitled Hebrews to Negroes, right? And that is, um, it can still be found on the Amazon platform. And we all know that the owner and executive in charge of Amazon is a $122 billion man, Jeff Bezos, right? So, um, you know, we're going to talk about that apology, beloved. We're going to talk about... Let's throw Phil Knight in there, right? We're going to talk about Phil Knight. And I just want to say, you know, first thing first, because there's a couple of different ways I'm looking at this, right? Because sometimes, beloved, we can always take a look at the silver lining. I want to first salute our brother Kyrie, because he's a young brother, man. He's younger than my baby brother, man. He just... You know, the kid is from Duke. And of course, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, being from Michigan, man, we ain't, you know, we ain't too fond of nobody that came from Duke. We don't like none of them. We don't like nobody but Grant Hill, right? Everybody else, you know, <laughs> we don't like none of them, right? But we like our brother Kyrie and um, I like what he did. It was just he was out of his soul out of his spirit his intentions was sharing something educational right and um you know so for that i want to just i want to begin the conversation by saying this right i want to say salute to our young brother because um you know there were so many angles there are so many positions that you can take um it's so many things that you can be an influence for 
you decided to go to the to the arm of education to try to share something to be uplifting to your people so for that we appreciate you and um you're on your second or third apology but it's okay young brother we're going to talk about that because listen you know i have always said an apology that's tied in with the message is not really an apology so you don't have to hold your head down because it's all it's as if like you know um and i used this example before if i if i go to work and I'm the union president and I stand on the chair at General Motors and I say, listen, we all been working 60, 70 hours a week and the company been paying us flat pay. Right. They may pull me into the office and, you know, put some disciplinary action on me. They might do something to me. But if I come back and say, hey. I apologize. I shouldn't have told y'all that they was giving us flat pay and we should have got time and a half. That's my that's my bus. Well, it's too late because the information I wanted you to hear, you already heard it. So by Kyrie getting into this trouble over this film slash book, now the book slash film is like the number one seller. So he got this message out because everybody is paying attention to this educational position that he wanted you guys in the village and outside of the village to hit so that's a win on that right as far as him continue to make apologies right and um that's on us you know every time Kyrie apologizes that's a reflection of us as men in the village because brother you shouldn't be apologizing but the reason that you have to apologize is because, see, we're trying to build a comfortable home in our master's house. And when, you know, you did something in master's home that upset him, we couldn't tell you, just come on back to our house where we built for you as your elders so you can have a place to play ball or earn a living. And we ain't do that. What we did, beloved, is, you know, we kind of, um, we put you in a weird position, Kyrie. See, the village is begging for somebody to stand up. Stand up to the man. Stick it to Mr. Charlie. Stand up to the devil. And when you do, and he comes with repercussions, we can't save you now. We just want you to stand up, right? So I, I'm going to give you a quick history lesson, beloved. Um... See, back in the 60s, you know, it was um, that tension, that racial tension was a little different than it is today, right? And then our people, full of talent, full of sport and play, they was in the Olympics, right? So there was two brothers that took a stand. There was a brother named Tommy Smith and John Carlos. And if you look at the pictures of the Olympics, they are the two brothers that had their head down, but they was holding up the black fist. And the village loved them, and the village praised them, right? While they was taking a stand for the village, there was another man. 
that was amongst them who also was in the Olympics. He was a boxer. His name was George Foreman, right? So now you fast forward from that time to the day. George Foreman is worth over $200 million for just playing it cool. His whole family went to the best schools, best education, best homes, best life. Tommy Smith and John Carlos, their future, it didn't work out the same. What Kyrie have showed us, beloved, is that we as black men, we as the village, we can't even ask our young brothers to take no stand. We can't even ask them to take a stand because if they do, then what? We spend so much time building up the devil's house that we have no house for our own children to play in. None. Kyrie in the village is all of us, all of our, as men of a certain age, man, that's our nephew. Man, that's our grandson. Our nephew, our grandson shared a piece of educational history, right? And he was excited about it. And what did the elders in his profession, what did they say about him? What did the Charles Barkley's and the Shannon Sharps and the Shaquille O'Neal's and the, the Stephen A's and the Jalen Rose said, right? Because there's some, there's some dangerous niggas, beloved. They calling our brother Kyrie an idiot and all of this and all of that. And I'm, I'm going to say this, you know, on another podcast, I called Charles Barkley and company, you know, him and Shannon and Shaq and them. I said, man, them some house niggas. But you know, beloved, to be totally honest, I should have never called them house niggas. I should have called them what they are. They're bought niggas. A bought nigga is much more dangerous than a house nigga. You know, four out of ten times when Master died, he died at the hands of a house nigga. <laughs> it was the house niggas that got upset and was putting glass in the food and, you know. And at the very least, we can get something out of a house nigga. But that house nigga ain't gonna put no dress on. No, no, no. A bald nigga gonna put that dress on. A house nigga ain't gonna. We can catch him in the field and we can straighten him up. But that bald nigga's dangerous because he's gonna follow wherever the money goes, he's gonna go where the money goes. Those bald niggas is more dangerous than a house nigga. But they came down on our brother Kyrie because they thought it was finished, right? And then our brother Kyrie, he sat at the table with a small hat, Silverman. And then Silverman came out and he said, yo, I didn't, you know, he put the stamp on Kyrie. He said, yo, this guy's not anti-Semitic. At that moment, I felt as if the NBA owed him an apology because they put that label on him. And I'm trying to think to myself, why the fuck is Kyrie still apologizing when he had a, a sit down with the small hat himself? The small hat said, no, I don't see anything anti-Semitic about Kyrie. He's good money. So at that time, I'm looking for a pivot to say, well, Kyrie, we apologize because we labeled you as something that you are not. That didn't happen, right? Right, so like, like I'm going to give an example. I'm going to give an example. Because this is how I look at the Kyrie situation, beloved. I just want you guys to walk with me now, right? 
I look at Kyrie as a young brother that he's washing cars. That's his hustle. He washed cars. And then he washed the car so good one day, he buffed it, he waxed it. The car was shining. And he took pride in the work that he did. So the car that he washed and did this detail on is parked in front of his neighbor's home. Right? So Kyrie steps back a little bit and he takes a picture of the car. He took a picture of his work that he just did. When he put out the work that he took a picture of, he didn't notice that by him taking a picture of the car he just detailed and is parked in front of his neighbor's house, he didn't notice that in the picture through the window of the house, the neighbor's wife is in there naked. He didn't notice that part. So when he put out the picture, they like, oh, look, inside of the home, it's a naked woman. That's his neighbor's wife. Kyrie is a peeping time. Look, everybody. Kyrie's a peeping time. He's a peeping time. He's a peeping time. And then he like, whoa. And then he sit down with the neighbor's husband. They have a conversation. He say, look, I'm just taking a picture of the car. I didn't know your old lady. I didn't know all that was in there in the back and all this, you know, this, that, and the third. And then the husband come out and say, you know what? I had a conversation with Kyrie. And after we talked, he's not a peeping time. But at that time, though, beloved, the whole neighborhood, it's already put that label on him. So now the neighborhood, the community now, they owe you an apology, beloved. He didn't get the apology. In fact, Kyrie, after being told by the husband that he is not a peeping time, he comes up for the neighborhood and say, hey, look, I apologize for everybody because I took the picture and I didn't, you know, I didn't, I, anybody I offended, did you can see the man's wife? She's naked. Look, I didn't, you know, I apologize that, you know, for me being, you know, I could have been showing some activity of a peeping time and this, that, but I'm not no peeping. Brother, you ain't got no, once the man say you good, you shouldn't be. But we can't come back behind our brother and protect and support him because black men in America are weak. Kyrie apologizing back to back is a reflection on us because we as his elders we as men of a certain age we are embedded in this American culture but we won't go build a house of our own that's why those small hats man they're so strategic beloved that's why they attach themselves to our brother Ice Cube's big three because where could Kyrie go now you don't see no post no tweet no nothing from Ice Cube saying, listen, Kyrie, hey, man, if the NBA get rid of you, don't worry about it, beloved. We got a spot for you over here on this platform because, see, Ice Cube is just in the front. He's in the front. Go look in the back and see who his partner is. Jeff is in the back. Ice Cube is out in the front, and through his relationships, the players is playing on the big three because of him. They know him. They don't know Jeff. They know him. The artist... Ice Cube can go around the country and get artists to perform during the halftime show for the Big Three. They're doing that for Cube, not Jeff. But when this whole quote-unquote anti-Semitic thing went down with our brother Kyrie, he can't go on Cube's platform because Cube's partner is a small hat. See, that's why they join themselves to your businesses to keep you underneath their thumb. 
that's unfortunate and that's the strike on us, man. They gave our brother a five-point checkoff sheet that he had to do. And all the ADL is, they just a shakedown organization. Because everybody that does something, quote-unquote, anti-Semitic, somebody always got to give a check. And they, they come out publicly and say, we don't want 500K from Kyrie. But I bet you, they double back around and they took the money. Because all they do is go around and collect money. And since 2016, the ADL have got over 60-something million dollars in donations. A fucking shakedown organization. But you know, beloved, you got to know these folks' history. That's why I was listening to the brother minister. He was talking to, he, he, went, he did an excellent job. He had a conversation talking about Kyrie and Kanye. And again, the brother minister did an excellent job. And he said, listen, we know you. No, we, we know you. We know, beloved, your history on the planet. Hey, man, y'all got chased out of a hundred fucking nations on this planet. We're going to give you a pass on the Germany. Y'all talk about the Germany situation, but you got... No, no, no. It's it's a, over a hundred countries you guys got chased out of. And you keep shaking his tune. It's jealousy. It's this. It's like, man, no. These nations are... <laughs> They're vomiting you out of their country. They're pushing your ass out. Y'all got to go. No, no, no. Not a few of y'all. All of y'all got to get the fuck up out of here. You don't think we know that history on y'all? They called our brother Kyrie everything. Did they call him a liar? How many of y'all have... I'm just... I'm checking now. How many of y'all heard the L word? I didn't hear the L word. Did you hear the L word? Did, you, did he say Kyrie's lying on us? They got our brother Kanye in the news cycle for the last past, look like eight weeks now. They called him everything. Did they call him a liar? Did they call him the L word? <laughs> I don't hear the L word. They are writing Jeff Bezos. I'm talking about the ADL saying as if they're speaking for them as a small hat community and us as a black community, but they're not speaking for us. If you go to Amazon right now and type nigga N I G G A in the search bar at Amazon, you're going to get I don't know how many books and films with the word nigga in the title. Is we as a village jumping up and saying this is anti black shit? We need you to go cut the NAACP a check. No, not the NAACP because the small hats finance that. That's not ours. What about core? We, you need to cut core check. No, no, you can't cut core check because the core, you know, that's that was financed by the small hats too. That's not ours. You need to go cut the Urban League a check. Well, wait a minute. Can't cut the Urban League a check because that's a black organization that's financed by the small hats too. <laughs> You see how these folks attach themselves to you? See, we didn't build a court for our brother Kyrie. So he got to go back and apologize because that's where he makes his living because we can't bring him home because we, we ain't build a home for our brother. We just ain't do it. That's on us as black men. 
That's on us as uncles. That's on us as fathers. That's on us as elders. So we can't be asking nobody to stand up to the man. Because when they stand up, then what? Tommy Smith and John Carlos didn't, their life didn't go the same way that George Foreman life went. The elders was mad at George for doing it. Everybody putting up the black fist and George Foreman running around with the American flag. But after it was all over with, we didn't reward our elders, Tommy Smith and John Carlos, for taking a stand. So why are we asking them to take a stand and we ain't going to do nothing when they take a stand? You know, I tell you what, though, I will say this. Um, beloved, we're going to have to deal with Phil Knight. That goddamn devil at Nike, we got to deal with him because I don't like none of that shit he did. No, I don't. I wasn't feeling that when him coming out and suspending our brother Kyrie, the Nike deal. I wasn't feeling that. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, um, I don't like the way that these shoe companies, they playing nice to these folks. They playing nice to these small hats. But these small hats ain't keeping their businesses afloat. Beloved, don't you know that Adidas was going out of business? You know who saved Adidas? Run DMC. That's who saved Adidas. Right? See, that's that's this is why men of a certain age, we have to make more podcasts because we can set the record straight because we live to see it. I, I'll tell you something else that you never know. And I may I got the video. I might have to put it out. Don't you guys know that the music business? Now, I want you to hear me good. The music business was going out of business. Was going out of business. The whole music industry. All the robbing and stealing they've been doing all the time on these contracts. But the whole business was going out of business. And you know who saved it? Believe it or not, the music business got saved in the 90s. Dr. Dre saved the music industry. Puffy saved the music industry. Suge Knight saved the music industry. And that came out of the mouth of Doug Morris. A small hat. That's at the top of the hill in the music business. And I got the video. They saved the whole thing, beloved. Phil Knight, who you see, the owner of Nike, he's sitting in that high rise and he worth all these billions. We gave him those billions. He didn't make those billions. We gave it to him. When our uncles and elders was coming up and our fathers, they didn't want no fucking Nike. No, no, they ain't wear that shit. Converse was at the top of the food chain at that time. And then there was a back, there was a black man born in Brooklyn, raised in North Carolina, right? His name was Michael Jordan. He built the house of Nike. He had some help because all the video that he shot was made by one of our brothers from Brooklyn named Spike Lee. That's when Nike took. That's how they got their stronghold in the culture. So we put these motherfuckers up in these offices and we made them billionaires with our dollars. Small hats didn't make them. They didn't make them billions with their dollars. We made them billions with our dollars. That's why when our people say, we need to boycott Adidas, we need to boycott Nike. No, we ain't got to boycott them. We can boycott them without boycotting them. We made that shit hot. All we got to do is wear the knockoffs. 
You want to put them checks on your feet? Put the check on your feet, aka Nike. But hey, just wear the knockoffs. Don't go to the fucking stores and get them no more. Go to your Nigerian brother. Go to your New York City brother and get them. Shit, get the shit wholesale from China. I don't care. Just don't get them shits out of Foot Locker no more. Don't get them out of Champs no more. You know what I'm saying? Don't get them out of none of them spots. Just go get the knockoff. That's how you fix that. Get your own factory. Make your own shoe. And after you close your own factory, make you some Nike knockoffs and put your own colors and everything else in them. That's how you play that game. No, you made that shit hot. Why you gonna stop wearing it? You made it hot. <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. Just keep your ass out them stoves. That's how you play that. But that dude feel night, beloved. I'm gonna tell you something, man. That 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 goddamn devil. Yo, I'm not I'm not feeling him just because that's not his business. Basketball is not his business. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like all the players, man. That goddamn got deals from Nike and they got caught up in all kind of shit. And you just didn't jump out the window and say, hey, we're going to suspend you. Like, damn, brother, like Miles Bridges got a Nike deal. And he just was all on TV for goddamn whooping his old lady ass. And he allegedly choking her out and all that. Did he get suspended from Nike? Hell no. But that's new. Jason Kidd back in the day. He got a domestic charge on his jacket, whooping his old lady ass. Did he get suspended from Nike? Nope. J.R. Smith ran that red light, T-boned that innocent driver, sent their ass to the fucking hospital, beloved. They were talking about putting J.R. Smith in prison. But you know what they didn't do? He didn't get suspended from Nike. They said our brother, beloved, in California... The house that Magic Johnson built, the Lakers, they said Kobe was taking some, he took some pussy out there, they said. And he lost all these sponsorships. Everybody dropped them, but not Nike. Did he get suspended? Nope. You know what they said they did to Kobe? We, you know, Nike put him in the deep freezer. The deep freezer, what the fuck does that mean? Then he got at that situation, they gave him a new deal. But a brother from Duke sharing an educational video he gets suspended you jump out the window for him about him hey man we gotta start putting sanctions on these niggas man and I say when I say niggas I mean devils we gotta put sanctions on these devils beloved cause they are standing up for a community and I'm all for human rights I'm all for human rights that's why I talk so much about separation you got to get away from people that make a living off leeching off of you. That They call that business. Leeching off of you is called business. They are putting our brothers on their platform, second and third generation, and they kicking it to us like that's the thing to do. And I'm not with that shit. I don't want to see goddamn Ronnie on no fucking court with LeBron James. That ain't no win for us. We don't own that league. The small hats own that league. I want to see Bronny on his own league. Go get your fucking own league. Your pops is the most famous basketball player on the planet next to Michael Jordan. Yo, you you mean to tell me that Michael Jordan and LeBron haven't put together or met the connections over their last 50 years in basketball? Because I want to say 
LeBron got 20 years in. That means Mike got about 30 years worth of connections. So together, that's 50 years. Y'all don't have enough connections to start your own fucking league? Why do why why am I seeing Gary Payton Jr. playing basketball? Why am I seeing Tim Hardaway's fucking son playing basketball? I don't want to see that shit. On their on their court, two generations deep. I'm not. Why am I seeing Clay Thompson on the court and his pop play ball? Why am I looking at Steph Curry on the court and his pop play ball? Like they got us second generations on this motherfucker. Building up their platform. And when our talent is on their platform, now they can fucking sell the Nikes. Now they can sell Coca-Cola. Now they can sell the Gatorade. And these companies look so powerful because we are fueling these companies that's owned by Small Hat with our talent that the great spirit gave us. Why in the fuck do we keep doing this shit? That's nuts, beloved. Yeah, man, we're going to have to put some sanctions on Phil Knight. I ain't feeling that shit, beloved. Yeah, we're going to put that goddamn devil. He gonna, We're going to put him underneath a goddamn five-step program and have him come to the village and apologize to us. Because I ain't buying no more. I can't even, I can't front. I can't say I ain't buying no more Nikes, man. I don't buy that shit anyway, man. I've been out the malls, bro. I've been out the mall. Ain't nobody buying that shit. I've been out the fucking malls. City boys, we been getting our shit from overseas, man. Nobody, nah, man. Fuck all that. The mall, please, man. They gotta charge you triple the price at the goddamn mall because they got to pay for that commercial property. That's that's a different animal. You know what I'm talking about? So <laughs> I just ain't feeling that feel nice shit. I'm like, man, I ain't feeling that. I'm like, it's some sanctions. We need we need a you. We need you to goddamn. Get that old devil out in front of us. He need to come out with an apology. We need to write down a five-point program. What we need you to do before we start fucking with the Nikes in the retail store again. But until then, we're going to wear them checks. We're just going to get it from the knockoff. That's all. That's all. That's that's where I'm at with that. Because them folks ain't going to never tell the goddamn truth. They ain't going to never tell the truth, man. And just the fact that they standing up, your money ain't no good to them. It can't be no good to them. Adidas took a hit. Adidas took a hit. And I, I'm not I'm not against. I'm like, I'm I'm feel I'm all for human rights. What I'm not for is the way that they doing this freedom of speech thing. I'm not feeling it because see Kanye, he didn't go. He wasn't. If you go on your brother's platform and you you kicking shit, you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like businesses should get involved because podcast, pardon me, beloved, podcasts are set up in a way that you're just paying for conversation. You enter somebody's conversation. And this is what we listen to when we at work, we at the crib, we winding down. We listen to people that kick game. So they just, it's a window into somebody's conversation. So drink champs, I don't even watch that shit because I'm not interested in the drunk man conversation talking about war stories of women and how they got in this fight and that fight and this beef and that beef. I'm not interested in that. When our brother Ye went on there, I wanted to hear what he had to say. When somebody else from another culture can label what you say as hate speech, we live in a society where, all right, this is an on-demand society. 
if you don't fucking like what you're hearing, just click and go to something else. This whole attack on freedom of speech, though, this shit is getting bugged out because if they, these ADL motherfuckers, right, these shakedown people, if they can get Jeff Bezos to take down that Hebrews to Negroes book and film off Amazon, what's going to happen to the rest of the books that I read that give me a certain knowledge on certain people? Because I've been reading material like the Illuminati. I've read Henry Ford's International Jew. You know what I'm saying? I've read a lot of works that our brothers put together about certain people groups. So once they can get you to pull one thing down, they can just run behind the list and get to pull everything down. And I'm like, I'm not with that. You know what I'm saying? If Ye is saying something you do not like, just turn to another fucking channel. If Kyrie is saying something that you don't like, just turn to another fucking channel. But it looks so hypocritical, beloved. When you come down on Ye and you come down on Kyrie, nobody's saying nothing to Jeff. Phil Knight ain't giving that smoke to... They not giving that smoke to Jeff. And on another conversation, beloved, I read the letter that the ADL sent. I'm talking about they sent to Jeff Bezos. And this shit was two weeks ago, and he, it's clearly he blew that shit off. He's not paying it. Man, this motherfucker's worth anywhere between $122 billion up to $150 billion. One person. That man ain't got time to go over no shit like that. He's not going to let y'all folks dictate how to run his business. He blew y'all off. So y'all come back and double down on our people, but that devil blew you off. You ain't got no smoke for him. Where's the smoke for him? I'm like, I'm not with that. Phil Knight suspends Kyrie for sharing something that was on Amazon's platform, right? And when you go to Amazon platform right now, Nike still got products there. They still got socks, shoes, hoodies, joggers, sports bags, cliques, you name it, they still got it. Where's the smoke for homes? It ain't no smoke. That shit is so hypocritical. But beloved, I just want to say this. Kyrie, we apologize to you, beloved. Here at Real Black Content Forum Podcast, we apologize, beloved, because we can't be so, you know, we are enthusiastic when you take a stand for the man, but when you do, we got no place for you in the village when you do. We're praising Kanye for taking a stand. And he does, and nobody comes out and stand next to this brother. They start bringing up some old shit. Oh, man, he had a White Lives Matter. They got Balenciaga on. He had a White Lives Matter shirt on. What about that, V? Yeah, nigga, but you had a Nike shirt on. Don't you know <laughs> Nike is White Lives Matter? Don't you see Nike is White Lives Matter? Don't you see those small hats classified as so-called white folks? Don't you see they working together against you? It's bigger than Nino Brown. And ain't nothing but liars, man. Every time you look at the news, they talk, they uh, show our brother Kanye. They be like, man, you know, they coming out to tell a little bit of the truth. They're like, uh, Adidas going to lose $250 million uh, in this fourth quarter. I'm like, no, tell a whole projection because we can read. <laughs> 
And some of us, we read that uh, Fortune Magazine article. We read that, no, 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 Adidas is going to lose out on $650 million. $250 million is going to be the end of this year. They're projected to lose out on another $400 million next year. Tell that truth. They're not going to tell that truth. Go get those small hats and go buy your shoes. Because you stood up for them. Go get them to buy your shoes. Because we know, beloved, some people are going to lose their jobs behind that. But we don't work at Adidas. We're not there. They're going to take a big hit. And then this is the other part they're not going to put in the news. Hey, man. Why don't y'all stop lying to the people? Y'all just pulled the Yeezys off the shelf this month. Why don't you tell the public that y'all got to pay Kanye the rest of this year and all next year to get square with them? They not going to tell you that, is it? They make it look like they just cut some ties and mm-mm. It don't work like that. They owe that man this year and all of next year. And they're not even going to tell that. But you know what they are going to tell? We're going to put out the new designs for the Yeezy. Because we got the design rights. Black folks don't buy design rights. We be buying this shit to support our people. Yeah, ain't that? We not buying that shit. <laughs> Fuck out of here. It don't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't wear no Nikes. We only fuck with y'all because Jordan over there. If Jordan would have cut ties with y'all, we'd have been stopped fucking with Nike a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it works. We are a we are a relationship village. We like you, we buy the product. How long has Ciroc been out? Diddy didn't start Ciroc. Ciroc been out before Diddy did that deal with them. We just bought the shit because our brother was over there. And he was getting the check and we felt as though we want to support him so we bought it but if diddy leave we don't buy that shit we don't buy effing no more we bought that shit because 50 was standing next to y'all he was standing right next to y'all over there and when he stopped standing next to y'all no we stopped no Mm-mm. many of us we uh we got that stars man because stars had power on that you know what i'm talking about and we wanted to see our people on there do their thing um it was written well Gangster film showed our brothers good actors, first time actors, a lot of them, first time actresses, a lot of them, and they did well. And as soon as Power Season went off, we jumped on that phone and called Comcast and said, Hey man, we don't need these stars no more because, see, black folks support, we support our own. I don't give a fuck what you talk about, we support our own. And you know we support our own. That's why. Adidas got a projected loss into next year that they're going to be out of $400 million because they're the devil. They talk, they're double-tongued people. That's why they say, listen, we're going to keep his designs. Well, if you're going to keep your designs, how come you guys got a projected loss into next year? Because though we should be buying those designs, right? They know ain't nobody going to buy them designs. <laughs> Peace and black power to your family. We out of here. You know what I'm saying? I just want to apologize to our brother Kyrie and everybody that stand up for our people. And we're not able to stand up for them when they stand up for us. And um, that's just something we got to change, man. I, You know, I, I didn't want to see our brother get up there and make another apology, man. I'm like, that shit is not cool. That's a reflection on us, though. He's in the NBA. Niggas better apologize. And uh, until we get our people out the NBA onto our own platform that we built we got to get used to seeing that man 
and I don't think I'm gonna get used to saying I'm not. I'm like, Psh. but you know, I can't really boycott. You know, I can't boycott much because the shit that our people be talking about boycotting, I'm not. I've been past that. I mean, I've been past that stage anyway. I can't boycott this. I don't even fuck with it anyway. Um, I don't watch NFL. I can't boycott the NFL. I don't watch that shit. Them games, man, three, four hours. I ain't got no time to sit around the motherfucking three, four hours and watch no shit like that. I'm not interested in that. These basketball games, I'm just tired of seeing our people play on their court, man. And it's like a win. I'm like, that's not no win no more. That shit dead. All these niggas is millionaires. Man, that's not a win no more. You know, we need to just get our own shit at this point. I don't want to see. But it's coming. It's coming because that's why the village we're getting tired of a lot of shit. That's how you know the change is coming. This satisfaction bring about change, right? So when you're dissatisfied about something, you're not interested in nothing. Then all of a sudden the change comes because you just want to see something different. And then that different, that difference, pardon me, it rises up out of us, and then it it becomes a reality. It comes out of our soul, and it becomes a reality. And I'm, I'm ready to see our people playing in our own leagues, you know, their own announcers, advertising our own products. And then that's when we can kick it. And that's when we can cut ties and stand up to the man when we got our own home. Right? And but until then, if we see the youth apologizing to the devil, then that's on us. We can't put it on them no more. That's on that's a reflection on us. So we just gotta do better. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. This is Real Black Content Form Podcast, Big VJ. I'll get it with you guys later. Peace. Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. If you want to talk about uh, guns, why is it that there's a gun shop on almost every corner in this community? Why? I'll tell you why. For the same reason that there's a liquor store on almost every corner in the black community. Why? They want us to kill ourselves. You go out to Beverly Hills, you don't see that shit. But they want us to kill ourselves. Yeah, the best way you can destroy a people, you take away their ability to reproduce themselves. Who is it that's dying out here on these streets every night? Y'all, y'all, y'all.